You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Desperate Housewives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Desperate Housewives After Show. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another week of Desperate Housewives on AfterBuzz TV, our great partner, Bing.com. Of course, Bing.com is for doing. Bing is for doing. We're here doing another after show, and we're glad you came along to watch us and listen to us. And I am Derek Shore. You see the lovely Foxy Roxy Stryer right there. Hello. But your friend and your your seatmate, Kaori Take, is with us. Hey, what's up, guys? Her very first show. My Round of applause. Welcome to the family. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, you're going to love it. And by the way, for being your first show, I've got to say, I I don't know how you lucked out and you got put with us because... I mean, we're kind of hard to get with, you know. We are. People are on a wait list. I was just going to say that. A lot of people would love to be doing this after show. Pretty good. And we have the best fans as well. I mean, honestly... They're pretty good. The Desperate Housewives fans, these aren't like wrestling fans. These are Desperate Housewives fans. And... uh, uh, it's, I know, I'm partial, I'm a bit biased, but thank you all for tuning in, and I know you're going to love Kaori. We've been hanging out with her tonight, thank we screened you. the show together, and it was a pretty good episode this week, right? Mm-hmm. It was awesome, and it's good that it was, because we don't have many of them left. This is episode 20 of the eighth and final season. The series finale is only two weeks away. Next week is the last regular hour-long long episode, and then in two weeks we're going to have the two-hour season finale. So you're, you're right, we are totally out out of time. I know, and I'm, I mean, I'm here next week with you guys, but then after that, I'm not here, so this is my second to last Desperate Housewives being in the studio ever. I'm freaking you, you out better, a little. You better savor the moment. And you I know, am. this show, tonight, to see all of these little surprises still popping up, clearly, Lynette and Tom, who knows what's, you know, they're gonna figure things out, I hope, fingers uh-huh. crossed. How shocked were you, Kaori, when Carlos and Gabby seemed to, like, Carlos seemed to have an epiphany toward the end of tonight's episode. What was that about? I don't know. It seems like they might have a... A breakup! I know! I know! It's a little depressing to think about because they beat the odds before and they got back together and they have kids, but they both want different things in life. And Gabby's, you know, she's a little witch. Gabby and Carlos, after eight seasons, what it's 23 episodes a season, right? So they've right. done 170-some-odd, uh-huh. 181 episodes or something like that over eight seasons. And in the last three 
episodes, their marriage falls apart. I was going to say the common theme is not winding down, but winding up. I mean, mm-hmm. every single storyline. We're not, this is not, I don't understand how they're going to tie all these pieces together. These aren't attaching strings right now. This is pulling the entire quilt apart. We've said like, this, I don't even know what to say about this. It's pulling the quilt apart, and there are a lot of quilts on Wisteria Lane. And <laughs> I swear, we've said this before, but are all these women going to end up single and more desperate I at the end of the really series? I really hope not, but that could be a very big possibility. I mean, the way things are going, there's a lot of disasters happening, and it's getting worse. The title of the show is Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Wives being the part of that that's not going to be anymore. I mean, Desperate House Exes? Desperate House <laughs> Widow Divorcees? I mean... What the hell? Uh, you know I'm what? Ca- I'm getting pissed about it over here. <laughs> I can tell. I like your energy. You should get worked Thank up. Thank you. Well, one of the things that um, we're going to jump right in and talk about Lynette first, I think. And okay. one of the things that we love, I mentioned our viewers how much we love you guys. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, that's fantastic. How about take a second to comment? Make a nice comment. Maybe give us a little thumbs up telling us that you like the show. We mm-hmm. come in here every week and we are happy to provide this uh, content free of charge to our listeners and viewers and if you can take 30 seconds to write a review either on iTunes or comment on YouTube then we love you even more but we love you regardless anyway Lynette I've been saying all season long I you love her I know you love her I am Lynette and you know know what you're Lynette tonight when she was in that restaurant drinking that dirty martini with those olives oh my gosh I you're like that's my drink oh my god that is my drink I mean I could not be anyone more than Lynette and she could be no one more than me did oh, that even make sense that being you know said I mean. you were not very pleased with the decisions she was making tonight listen I can't say that I was not pleased I think that that CEO is kind of a slime bag and he clearly is yeah, right Greg I mean, Greg, mm-hmm. thank you. He, um, new character. It's tough to keep all, all their names straight. But I see, feel like he's trying to, I, I can't figure out what his motives are. Does he want to get Lynette in bed? Question. Well, no, no questions. Yes. No, yes. You can, you can ask me <laughs> Why are we introducing new characters? I know there's no Why are we introducing Greg? Where is he coming from? I thought that, I, I thought that. that Lynette and Tom are supposed to be getting back together. We already have this Jane woman who got introduced mm-hmm. this season. What the hell, Greg? What are you doing on, and Lynette I don't even and mind Tom are you. are getting back together. What is they he will. doing? What is oh, he doing boy. there? They've got to. Okay, Kari, settle this for us. Are they getting back together or not? I really think they should because they're like the one couple in the whole seasons of Desperate Housewives that like really withstood love and all those difficult times. But a week ago, Tom said to Lynette, I've moved on and I have found happiness. I'm sorry you have not. Remember what? that? Like Ouch. a knife through the heart Gut line. wrenching. Yes. Boom. I know, but he still feels for her. You see those in the previews. He snippets of him like trying to like take care of her. Like the last preview we saw. About him saying something like, I'm really going to miss you. It's like, oh. Yeah, totally. He's offered so many glimmers of hope. And mm-hmm. I love that tonight, Penny was, when Penny's eating oh, the sandwich at the table and says, yes. um, could I have chocolate for the rest of my meal? Mm-hmm. That There is such a really cool dynamic. I mean, Lynette is a cool, cool mom. I don't understand huh. how you could say that right now, though, because Lynette plays so freaking dirty the entire time between the situation with Greg and trying to get Penny on her side with that concert thing and setting up the candle and the album. She plays uh, dirty. And I love Lynette. I'm not saying I don't. Of course, I love Lynette. Just like I love you, but you 
play dirty. I mean, but what <laughs> won't you do for love, right? What won't you do for love? And, and kids. And I think we should get, I mean, not only the love side, but I think that when uh, when someone's going through divorce, of, of uh, I don't know, a couple months back, I shared this really great story about how my biological father, who left the family when I was four, we'll get to that later, by the way, because <laughs> I had some re- relatability um uh, feelings for MJ tonight in tonight's episode because I was one of those kids who didn't have the dad mm-hmm. and I was raised in this Mormon white middle class community where oh my gosh Derek doesn't have a father right. well he's probably playing with Barbies which I was but that was for an entirely different reason anyway we'll get to all that later then we'll yep. get to Susan this is a very exciting episode tonight um, for us to talk about so remember a, a few months back I shared this story my mom is an amazing woman she is smart she's together she's I mean, she volunteers so much of her time. And when she was going through divorce, she went kind of nuts. And I think Lynette has held it together so well, given the circumstances. She's having a hard time with the breakup. And normally she does take the high road. Tonight's episode was about her moment of weakness where she decided to take the not so high road. And Jane has been a raging bitch to Mm -hmm. her. And she decided to play dirty just like the night my mom on the ice rink yelled, whore, whore, whore. Uh, yelled out in front of hundreds of people on the ice when my father brought his mistress to sit in the stands I love that story. and watch us ice skate on the rink. How messed up is that, right? Love so my story, mom, though. who's usually taking the high road, took the not-so-high road and yelled, whore, whore, whore. And that's think, what Lynette did tonight. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with the low road sometimes. Right. I think it, sometimes it has to be taken because yeah. you can't fit that many cars on the high road. Somebody's got to take the low road at some point. But you still think... But I, st- okay, here's what I think. I think that if you work so hard to always take the high road, yeah. sometimes taking the low road can ruin everything you've worked for. And I think that Lynette is trying so hard. You are wise beyond your years, Roxy. <laughs> Lynette is trying so hard to get Tom back that this just might be the very fit thing that makes her not be able to get him back. But, or, or it might be the thing that pushes him to going back to her. So it depends. You're taking a risk. Taking the low road, it pushes somebody one way or the other. It's either going to push Tom further away or make him realize what he's missing and need to take her back. I think the latter is more correct. And you know what? Okay, Lynette is maybe pushing things, meddling with the CEO. Mm -hmm. They're messing with Tom's schedule. His plans with Jane are falling through. Penny admits to Lynette that Jane had a big blow up. In the beginning stages of a relationship, everything is rosy. I mean, I think back to past boyfriends. I thought they were saints. And now I look back on those relationships and I think, what the F-bombs was I thinking? Mm -hmm. Tom is able to see a side of Lynette, or to see a side of Jane that he never saw before. Remember, three months after they started dating, they moved in together. Yeah, right. Way too crazy fast. Too soon. But Even for TV fast, that's too fast. None of this is going to matter because Tom's going to be in India. <laughs> <laughs> he is moving to Mumbai. Okay. Uh, no. Hope not. <laughs> I hope so. They need a laugh. That would be a perfect way to end this season. Could yep. You, Tom, Tom off on a plane to go to India. I okay. would not be surprised. Tom transfers oh. to Mumbai and we never see him again. Mark Cherry's like, I didn't know what to do with this, so I just shipped him off. Tom, Tom is actually okay. one of my favorite characters. She gives me hope for uh, good men out there. He oh, really does. Yeah. That's so sweet. Well, I, Except I, I for the fact that, that he's with a woman like Jane, which gives me well, hope that for part, nothing. I was really disappointed that he got with her so quick and also moved in together and then got Penny to like hang out and it would just I mean Lynette she's playing fair because honestly if that happened to me I don't know like my ex-husband I would have said yes to Greg in two seconds flat 
Divorce. I think he's cute. I think he's fun, and I don't really care that he's Tom's boss. I mean, divorce is not even mm. finalized, or maybe far from finalized, you know. And he's sitting there. I totally feel you. I know I'm all over the place, kind of being hypocritical and flip flopping, but that's just how I feel. You know about what? This that, right is now. The, that is the roller coaster of emotions that I'm sure many viewers and listeners <laughs> are feeling as well. But but to, but to go back to the point that I was making, Jane may be meddling in whatever, but. If it was true love with Jane and Tom, mm-hmm. you know, if Jane is turning into this crazy woman and flying off the handle that Tom is not so available for her. Remember, she moved in as quickly as possible she and she made life difficult for Lynette and let Lynette know, no, Tom is mine now. His time is mine. So now that work is pulling <laughs> Tom away from her, she's blowing her top. Tom needs to see that before they get married, and they're not going to get married because Tom is going to go back to Lynette. We can Please. finally wrap up the storyline. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm going to cry a little, a lot. I'm going to sob for days. So it's got to happen. Well, great. Marissa, could we please get some Kleenex for uh, Roxy? Maybe not now. Maybe after the show. Marissa, by get the way, the is, is ready. Is, <laughs> oh, dear. It's a good thing you're an acting major. You're going to need that. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I, no, sorry. That's a joke that I... <laughs> Death glare. It's a great sound effect. By the way, if I seem a little off today, it's because yesterday morning in Santa Monica, I got on my bicycle. My boyfriend and I got on our bikes. We rode to Santa Barbara, 100 miles away. And then this morning, we got on our bicycles. For shits and giggles? No, because we're training for AIDS Life Cycle, the, the ride from San right, Francisco right. to L.A. Last mm-hmm. year, we raised over $13 million to fight what? HIV and AIDS. Pretty crazy, right? That's awesome. Anyway, I know we're doing all these plugs, but if you want to learn more, visit DerekandMatt.com. We made this great video. Speaking of entertainment, if you like Desperate Housewives, you've got to go to DerekandMatt.com and check out this video we made. It's pretty killer. Wait, so you rode 100 miles there. How did you get back? We rode 100 miles back. So I rode 200, 200 miles. miles. I, I took my bikes, took Matt and my bike off the car, bikes, plural, off the car, and I took a shower and I raced to the studio to do the show with you fine ladies. You must have outstanding legs. <laughs> oh my gosh, and you Can should see calf my show? ass. <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs> so, so that's the reason why I may seem a little loopy tonight. And I'm just so excited that uh, that like the road isn't going by me. You know, when you ride the bike that long, everything is kind of moving, mm-hmm. you know? So you're still feeling a little wobbly? So I'm or? still feeling like, wait a minute, why why is everything not whizzing past me right it's now? It's just like trying to mess with them, start moving. You've got how some you guts. How's this, uh, I am, you know, I am you. so scared of bike riding. You know what? You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Oh, what I you should be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> you should be afraid of little MJ in that car because he would he would push that out in front of the uh, in front of the bicycle well, as he went by. MJ has like a little sinister side to him. I've always noticed. You know, he just, to- uh, he does, right? He's he best friends with Juanita. <laughs> When did that happen? But you learned in tonight's episode, thanks to the dead squirrel, that I wanted to see the entire episode, but yeah. we never get to see him. It was a weird Come on. <laughs> and what I love is that Susan's like, uh, okay, well, we'll just like poke it with a stick. Don't touch the dead squirrel with your fingers. Right? What every mom would say. It's classic. Well, she's like very awkward at this point. Juanita? She- uh, no, Susan. Oh, Susan. Susan, oh, Susan. has a very yes. unique style of parenting, to say the least. She does. And, you, hmm. and I feel for MJ, I do. I think I said this uh, in our show a week ago that obviously MJ is going through a rough time. But mm-hmm. I do think he's kind of a little punk. You know, he's he punk, he yes. knows that he's manipulating his mom. I want ice cream for dinner. Okay. I want ice cream for breakfast. Okay. 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. At some point, he's got to kind of snap out of it. But she lets him though. She he lets does. him, and I think she, her parent. You know, whatever. I'm not a parent, so I really shouldn't say. But this. isn't that strange? Because her daughter is the polar opposite. Totally true. And her daughter in last week's episode, mm-hmm. Julie, was really the disciplinarian yes. who was stepping in and like, MJ, no, you need to mm-hmm. go to bed and you need to eat your vegetables. Yeah. Susan, I think, is a mess too, though. Oh, I mean, she's a wreck. to lose the love of your life to, to something, I mean, as yeah. horribly as she did, that was pretty jarring. I still think they kind of messed it up with going to visit the autistic sister. What was that? Mike's sister who was in that care facility. I was so confused by that whole weird storyline. Why they added yeah. it? I don't know. Well, they added it because they needed to... What? Why did they... Oh, gosh. Pump up the excitement. They needed to explain what was in the box, but why did they add the box? That I really still don't know. Oh, yeah. They just were right. adding a little bit of something, mm-hmm. something there. You know, that was a little odd. I swear there was a reason they added it. You know what? This show moves too, too fast for me. I Sometimes it's tough to keep all the details. But MJ, I mean, uh, like I mentioned earlier, when, when I didn't have, w- growing up without having the father, I... I definitely know what it what it was like to feel like oh the father the not having not our father, father. <laughs> having that father thing. There was a scouting event once where there was a, it was like a father son scouting thing, and I remember like all these neighbor men had offered, which is why when MJ was in there with all the neighbor guys, I thought that, that was a sweet touching mm-hmm. moment, like they were stepping in. But at the same time, I was thinking, you know, when I was a kid, I had neighbor fathers step in and kids are pretty smart I knew that they were taking pity on us and oh Derek has no one to do the Pinewood Derby with him Derek has no one to do yeah. this and that I didn't want the rent a dad you know mm-hmm. there's yeah. nothing that replaces a parent and I think that when you're a kid you can have role models and adults rally around you and support you but bottom line is it's not your real dad yeah. right right yeah. right you know absolutely so my heart goes out to him and I hope that I don't know I mean I hope this was a turning point that we're you know we're done seeing mm-hmm. little storylines of like jam being thrown at the wall I hope that Susan and MJ can start to move forward in a healthy place you know, oh go ahead oh sorry um well that, that's the thing though when he expressed to Susan hey I don't like being the weird kid in my opinion he kind of she kind of let him be the weird kid by here's five dads you know like oh he, she, interesting you know he didn't change the, the dynamics she made it kind of worse susan's an enabler let's call her that she's mm. you know <laughs> i think that events like that we're at a day and age where every everything is very pc and i think this is something that actually should be more pc instead of calling something father-daughter rollerblading mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. mother do- mm-hmm. mother whatever it is yeah. just just say Kid and guardian, or you like what? whatever. Like why? Totally why agree. do that? Why make somebody? Because there's always somebody who's getting hurt. True. Why? It's so unnecessary. Some. I mean, mm-hmm. we do not all fit the mold. Child whatever and adult. The mold is. And so, so what? Even if you do have a like, I remember growing up for Girl Scouts, we always used to do father daughter square dancing. My dad is like the anti square dancer, to say the least about him. And I remember I never used to go to the events until I had one weird older cousin who went with me one time, and everybody's like, "What's going on?" And obviously, <laughs> it's a completely different situation. But I used to remember just thinking, like, "Why can't I go with my mom?" 
Why yeah. can't I go no, with it's true. my uncle? Right. Why do I have mm-hmm. like why do they why do they do that? I yeah, don't ever get totally. it. Totally. It's interesting how mm-hmm. I mean it's yeah, you you learn when when society is advanced and you know as as much progress as we've made, there are still these, you know, traditional roles that people are expected to fit into right. that, that make others feel like outcasts. Because building a car is a more masculine thing to do. I mean, oh, yeah. just because Susan can't do it doesn't mean that women can't do that. There are so many women yeah, who I could do it. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. And I mean, even when Lynette walked by, I was like, come on, Lynette, you could build that. By I know. The way, <laughs> there Lynette. was a temporary time in my life when my mother married another guy who was even a bigger douchebag than my biological father. And we did do the Pinewood Derby. And he was like helping me put the car together. And when he was nailing on one of the wheels, he broke it. So it was glued together. And my car was so messed up. It would it it like went down the slope and then it stopped before even going down the finish line. Oh, so I was the kid who was so it was so sad and I had to push it across the finish line so the little buzzer would register. Oh. It was so bad. So case in point, Roxy Stryer is yet again totally correct because you, a woman you. probably could have done a much better job on that stupid uh-huh. Pinewood Derby car than my douchebag. Well, the point is, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. If you know how to build the car, you're going to do a better job. Absolutely. True. And totally. by a car, I mean soapbox. So, do you think we're going to see? I mean, in the tease for well, we'll get to that later about Susan and Julie and the baby and all that. Her right. selling the oh, house. Yeah. We'll oh, get to that. Is she going to sell the house to raise the baby? Who knows? We'll see. We'll Wisteria see. Lane How is going to be a sense? ghost town. They need a house. You know, I, they got to live. Well, they could move back to that apartment. We'll Remember see. that depressing apartment. Right. Okay, let's talk about Brie for a minute because. We, it was so I, apparent from the beginning of, of tonight's episode that Bree is falling in, a, in, in love with her lawyer. Well, yeah, the lawyer. I mean. It was obvious, yeah, right? Like was. painfully obvious. And he is falling in love back. I know. I know, Mr. Well, he, Quantum Leap. I don't know. I, I think he is. I'm not quite sure. He seems kind of like he is just doing bu- friendly business. I know? don't think so. I don't know. The don't whole know. scene where they were sharing their sexual history. Beca- I mean. Oh, yeah, that you part. Know, he seemed there was something very playful about that scene, and I think he has a playful nature. That's what it is, and maybe that's why. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's not interested in her, but I think he probably is. And I don't know. I I think she's not going to be behind bars. It's not going to end with Bree in jail. Right? This is what I'm not. saying. I'd be upset if she ended up behind bars because she's really just covering, you know, Gabby's ass. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but the other week when we were on the phone talking about this, or I was on the phone, you were in studio. No, actually, when Derek and I were just on the phone every night talking about Desperate Housewives. Uh-huh. No, but uh, we do do that. Actually, no, we don't. <laughs> I was on, and I said, I think it's going to end up with Bree behind bars. <laughs> like I, oh. and now I don't know if I actually think that, but Jesus Christ, that's the way it's looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly. It's just I don't understand how they're going to piece this all together in three more hours. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be you. You know what? Three more hours. You're right. You're right. They have a movie length left of the show. They've length, got yeah. a lot to to button up. I, I I don't know. I mean, this. I think I feel like I need to go back and rewatch all of these seasons. To uh, it's very. There are so many. If you did like a chart of all the different storylines, I mean, this this series has been all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it has. You can buy those seasons on Amazon, by the way. Did you know this? No, I did not. But I think wait, you may. how can I get to Amazon? <laughs> well, I am so glad you asked that, Roxy, because yes, everybody asks that. <laughs> everybody asks about. Actually, you know, with this cycling thing, I have Amazon boxes on my front porch, like 
every day of the week. I swear. I order so much stuff from Me them. Me too. And if you guys do too, one of the ways that you can help us out here at AfterBuzz, it doesn't cost a thing, but if you order things from Amazon, visit AfterBuzzTV.com first. You'll see an Amazon link and you can click on that link and then when you purchase your items, then we get a percentage of the sale. Like 95% of all of that money we get. Can you believe that? No, it's not that high. Not even close. But but we seriously, and we've only been plugging this for a couple of weeks now. I almost, I don't even think a couple of weeks, a week and a half, and we've made quite a bit of money from well, it. So we, we got to keep the keep lights on. So, so that's where the money goes. I mean, I know you think the money goes to my hair products and all these really expensive clothing. <laughs> or the makeup artist I, and the hairstylist that does our, or, our look exactly. before we're on. I mean, she did a really good job in my braid today. <laughs> No, the, the money does Kidding. not. We are not frivolously throwing the money around. We are keeping the lights on. So please, if you buy stuff from Amazon, go for that. And as long as we're still doing plugs, if you're watching Dancing with the Stars, please vote for our amazing Maria Menounos. She's been one of my buddies for a long, long time. Of and course, she's killing it. She's killing she it. She's doing really good. She is a rock star. She's a rock star, and of course, she's responsible. She co-founded AfterBuzz TV, so she's responsible for what you hear. Yes, for for this very thing. But the trick about voting for her, though, is you got to call when your time when the show is on during your time zone. So for our time zone in the Pacific time zone, we've got to call one eight hundred vote four zero one one eight hundred vote four zero one zero one is is their their voting code. So please tune in every week and vote for her because she's killing it. I mean, and also obviously we're biased, but I truly believe she deserves it. Yeah. She's the best contestant on the show this season. I'm, I'm sorry, but she's freaking unbelievable, and she has two broken ribs and a broken toe. What the hell? Well, she's, she's like a freaking superwoman. Or she's crazy. That's part of it. Well, that's also true. Of course, we all know that. Everyone, everyone's asking me. They're like, "Is your friend Maria okay?" I'm like, "I don't know. I hope she's home sleeping." When I talked to her, I talked to Kevin. They're like, "You know, you got to do what you got to do." <laughs> they're nuts. <laughs> and Kevin looks at her and says, "You're the one who wanted to be popular." <laughs> really? That's cute. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, you I guys ha- are both freaking psycho. <laughs> well, my prediction is she is going to win easily. But all of you can help by voting, so please do that. Anyway, back to Desperate Housewives. Yes, and. And um, why don't we take a little commercial break? Marissa, can we take a little one-minute commercial break? And then when we come back, we'll finish talking about our women. We still have to talk about Renee and Ben. We'll talk a little more about Brie. And, uh, a little bit about Gabby and Carlos. Oh, my gosh. Gabby and Carlos. Carlos yes. I can't believe. Jeez, we got to wrap it up because, um, oh, my gosh, we got to wrap it up. So After let's Buzz take a commercial. TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows. From Boardwalk Empire, to American Idol, to Vampire Diaries, to Real Housewives, and more. 
Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Alrighty, welcome back. At the beginning of our show, we touched a little bit about, uh, we touched on Carlos and Gabby and how their relationship, Carlos seemed to have a bit of a turning point in his mind saying, I've changed. I'm not that kind of shark anymore. And that's when the alarm bells went off that, ooh, we may see a divorce in their future. But the great news is we've got a caller on the line, Susie. She's called in before. Susie, are you there? Can you hear us? Susie, my dear. Hello. Hi. Hey there. What's, what's going on? Hey, did you hear me just talk about Gabby and Carlos? We um, were super tight on time, but we would love to hear your thoughts about that storyline. I know. Story I, want, I, I just heard that you had to like, wrap stuff up, so I'll be quick. But um, Yeah, did you? I, you I, heard, I heard you say in the beginning you forgot why they had the Mike's sister storyline. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was for um, to tell us that Julie was going to keep her baby. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you, Susie. Was some yeah, thank reason. you, Susie. Thank okay. you, thank you. Thank you for clearing You're that welcome. up. Oh, good, because I'm sure um, other, other I fans did, would be I didn't so mad. like the big of that storyline either. So, I, I, I didn't like it at all. So what do you um, think then about Gabby and Carlos? Do you think, did were you concerned yeah. about the fact that their relationship looks like it may have have, uh, you know, started unraveling to the point of uh, complete disrepair? I mean, I didn't I didn't feel like at the end that they were, like, you know, going to break up or anything or get a divorce. I didn't think it was... But I was mm. surprised at both of them, both of their behaviors it, during throughout the episode. Like, mm-hmm. I was surprised that Carlos kind of, like, betrayed Gabby in that way and, like, took, took Doris... Away, Doris was her name in the episode as well as real life, right? And I yeah. know that's her name in real life, but yeah. I think that was her name in the episode. Yeah, too. it was. But um, I was surprised that he kind of did that. And see, I wasn't totally surprised then, about that because they seem to have a history of really jabbing at each other in that relationship. That seemed very much like Gabby, and it also, to me, it just seemed like Carlos, you know, showing, reminding Gabby. He's he's told Gabby how selfish she is. Uh, in in the past, yeah. and she said, "Well, you knew that about me. You married me. What what gives?" Yeah, exactly. Well, well, I more I more expected. I I wasn't as surprised to see Gabby like redo Carlos's office in order to mess up Carlos and Doris's relationship or whatever. I wasn't surprised to see Gabby do that. I was more surprised to see Carlos do what he did, seeing as he had he's like changed and you know. With, or claimed he's changed, you know, to help people. So I was surprised that he did that, but I wasn't surprised at Gabby. Um, that was the most hideously I, I decorated office, by the way. Or? I mean, I, I would be surprised <laughs> if they made something happen because, especially at the way end like this, I just want to see something. I, I just want to see everyone end on a positive note. And I know, I know, like Roxy and stuff. I know you've been like. You've been saying that they, you don't know what's going to happen at the end. Like you think uh, Brie might end up in jail. I think, I mean, she, I think she might end up in jail at the end. But I feel like at the end, you know, the last ten minutes or whatever, they might do, you know, like a five or ten years later type thing. You mm-hmm. know, 
could, he, could any of you see that happening? Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. And you know what, though, just sticking with the Gabby Carlos line for one second, I just wanted to say, I know we don't have that much yeah. time, but I, my major question is, she says to him at the end, the best hope you have is to be a different kind of shark. And is that true? Is that the truth about Carlos? Or do we think that he can turn into a uh, butterfly? No, I think I think he can be a butterfly. I mean, I think, I think Carlos has made up his mind that he does not want to do that anymore. Okay. I mean, he had something yeah. really yeah, traumatic happen to him. Yeah. Well, so. listen, Susie, I hate to cut you off. We've got to power through the end of the show because our studio oh. time was cut super short tonight um, because another show went super long. So <laughs> yeah, we got to say goodbye. Uh, yes, I could tell. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to call as usual. I can't wait for next week. And Roxanne said you won't be there for the series finale. I know. But, I'm sad, too. But um, you know what? We'll I'll, tweet and YouTube comment and everything, and we can talk back and forth that way. Exactly. And Derek, I just wanted to say one last quick thing. I went to DerekandMatt.com, and you guys are so cute together. Aww. I just wanted to say that before. Oh, thank I you. Said Isn't that a funny video? It's a pretty funny video, right? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole thing yet because I wanted to watch this, but oh. I will watch that once I'm done. Well, thank but have you. a good night, guys. Thank I totally you so appreciate much. it. Good night, Thanks, Susie. Call in anytime. She's the freaking best. I know, I know. It's so fun to involve the viewers because it's great to, to hear the different perspectives. I mean, the Gabby Carlos thing, I'm glad that Susie disagrees with us because I thought, I, I don't know, it seemed like a huge turning point to me. But I, do too. I had a quick thought, though, when Susie was calling. Remember how this show relies on flashbacks a lot, uh-huh. yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And then remember uh, a couple, was it a couple seasons ago when they did the huge jump? You know, when, when Porter, oh, yeah. when the right. twins, Lynette's twins were old, everyone, they skipped And when like Gabby eight got years. ugly for like ugly for a second. Oh, that was so boring. <laughs> well, what about this? What if there is a fast forward to the future? What if there is another jump? That's what Susie was just yeah, saying. That's what she was saying. No, but like in the season finale, what if we see them? I don't know. What if Carlos? Uh, yeah, I think that's what Susie was saying. Well, she was saying maybe see... maybe they would come back together, but maybe but maybe they they don't come back together. Maybe maybe Gabby is a high fashion model at fifty, and maybe Carlos has a very successful. Is non-profit. the season finale an uh, finale that's two hours or is it? Two one-hour episodes. I think it's two hours. I think it's yeah, two yeah. full hours is how they've been billing it. Yeah, yeah like two, yeah, two like one episode, one two-hour episode. Okay, yeah, exactly. So maybe next week is our last week seeing them at this year, and then our two-hour finale is them in the future. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I kind of think that maybe it might end the way it started with one of the housewives shooting herself. Oh, Kaori. Sorry. No, we already that saw so that. Depressing. We saw that with Brie earlier this season. <laughs> if they do that, I mean, it's, it's like we didn't even watch any season ever. Like, <sighs> I need a drink. Don't they learn a lesson? I know. Awful, we need to wrap this up more so so that I can go to the bar and get a drink because I'm stressing out now. <laughs> okay, let's quickly talk about predictions and <laughs> and get you all out of here and uh, and give our next host their studio. Okay, so in, but in predictions, I ca- we kind of need to talk about Renee really quickly. We will quickly. talk about Renee and Ben, but you know what? Uh, Renee and Ben, they can whatever. All I have to say is I thought that was really sweet and that I think it's a good law that you don't have to testify against your husband and... <laughs> Spousal immunity or yeah, whatever, whatever that was. Yeah, whatever that was, and Spousal that will privilege. work out well. There are, there are pictures on TMZ and ExtraTV.com with Renee running in a wedding dress. So. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Right. Something's going to happen at the so wedding. So it seems like they, they they will get married. Um, yeah, Renee and Ben, I mean, clearly she is, she feels like he's keeping secrets from her. And I think she was very valid to bring that up. Yeah. But I'm glad that this story arc really wrapped it up in, in this week. I love that he said, I'm impossibly in love with you. That was a beautiful line. I, I, lo- I love sweet. that phrase. It was cheese ball perfect. Yeah, exactly. Really okay, so Susan and MJ, they finally moved to a healthy place. Renee, Renee and Ben do get married. Uh, Brie has agreed to go to dinner with her lawyer, so I bet they kiss before they go to court. Oh, gosh, please, no, Brie. And Lynette and Tom, I swear, they are going to get back together. They have to. Tom is seeing another side of Jane that he needs to see before they move any further. But just because he doesn't want to be with Jane doesn't mean he wants to be with Lynette. And you know what? And maybe they move on as friends. That's fine, but he cannot marry that bitch. Oh, my God, he cannot end up with Jane. More so than him ending up with Lynette, I need him to not end up with Jane. Okay, and I love that we know we're out of time, and so we're speaking so quickly, but the big news we didn't do news and gossip. Um, they Housewives actually ended this week, so they are not in production. Those episodes are in the can, been delivered to the network. In fact, right now, as we speak, oh at the God. W Hotel, Xbox is having a rap party for Desperate what? Housewives. But the official Desperate Housewives rap party was two nights ago. So if you guys want to see some great pictures, follow Eva Longoria on Twitter. You probably already do. I do. And click of through course. click through her photo albums. She's there are some great moments. They had the rap party on the set. Of That's Desperate awesome. Housewives, the Universal Backlot. So there, there are these great photos of the women sitting at Lynette's dining room table, and they're hugging. And check it out; it's the best. And there's a really great photo of Eva Longoria and her parents with a little apple cake, and she's not wearing any makeup. And mm-hmm. she's I, I am such a huge fan. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. So anyway, sorry to speed round through the rest of this. Hopefully next week um, we can stay on a little better schedule. Uh, a subtle reminder to our other hosts, <laughs> and um, you know I'm just. So teasing. subtle. I'm not so nasty in real life, right? Just on TV. I mean, yeah, you've I been pretty nice. Can I get the best? Oh, thank well, Corey, thank you. Round of applause oh, for yeah. your very first after buzz. I couldn't you have a better great. team to start with. You yeah, for sure. You are absolutely right about welcome. that. We'll take so. the compliments. Yes, we'll Gracefully. take them where we can get them. So again, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in and watching. We're at AfterBuzzTV.com. Remember, if you want to shop through Amazon, click on that link. Rate us on iTunes. Comment on YouTube. Keep calling in. 424-256-1729. Call during next week's show, which will be the last one for Roxy on Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. And we always love hearing for, from you. Marissa in the booth, thank you so much for all your help tonight. And I'm Derek Shore, of course. Kaori Take. Roxy Stryer. We will see you all next week at this fabulous time. Thanks again. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. And it's your welcome confetti. Woo! Those are the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 